Uh, no, it's like traditional zoo, oh. and the dog found chicken bones in the park. Nice. <laughs> no fried chicken for you, buddy. Sad little dog. Anyway, um, he has the chicken bone in his thing, so you might want to... Oh my god, get, the, get that out of your mouth. Get that out of your mouth. <laughs> That's getting clipped. <laughs> <laughs> is that gonna be the the intro Son to this? oh yeah this is the intro right here thank you wade you bastard you ate the chicken weight <laughs> god damn it ah uh, son of a bitch Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstad. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode number 86 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts, I'm Matt. There's Danny. What's up? We got JB over here. Yep. And we have a guest with us, returning guest, uh, not filling in for somebody, just was like, yo, I'm bored. <laughs> Let me come in. Dude, my wife and kid are gone. Hello. I want to play magic. <laughs> <laughs> right? We got Big G here. What's Hello. up? Hello, Big G. And then also, for a little bit, we have Lurker in the Discord, Wade97. Hello. Wait, do we have to switch how we are presenting this since he's actually listening and we can hear him? Danny's got to talk in only ASMR. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Let's just adjust the whole soundboard. (laughs) Well, we're glad that you all decided to join us. This is a very jam-packed episode. And let's quickly jump into this. We'll start off this episode by thanking our amazing patrons who think that our content is worth throwing money at. So, thank you, Big G. Oh, hey. What's up? Wade 97. Chapman, Demus, Amu the Fox, Colin, Noah, Third String Chapman, and Nikki. You guys are all fucking crazy for your like, yeah, just take some money from us and shit. Like, we're hoping that at least, you know, you're getting your, you feel like you're getting your money's worth. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, between winning. I win pack, so I can't I was about to say winning one card and then I come and guest host every now and then and get beer and tacos. Right. Yeah, it's definitely paid for it. Fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. And if you guys out there listening want to join these crazy motherfuckers and support us, like by all means, you're welcome to. We have a Patreon. Jump in there. We have two tiers, a $3 tier and a $10 tier. The $3 tier gets you put in for a monthly drawing for a booster pack. We're almost at 10 patrons. As soon as we do that, we're going to be giving away two booster packs a month. Nice. And remember what happens at 20. Are we doing that by our box tournament? Yes. Heck yeah. If we hit 20. JB's adamant about this. I'm dead serious. He's adamant about this. Is this for a box of Fallen Empires? No. Okay. Is this for. It'll be either Ixalan or Born of the Gods. Is it a box of (laughs) Modern Horizons 2? Whoa. Okay. That would be straight out of JB's pocket. Yep. Thank you, JB, for supporting this. Your Patreon dollars will not be buying this box. It's all JB because he's a generous motherfucker. No. No, <laughs> and his wife will not kill him if he does that. Oh no, of she will. Of course not. She, she won't. She loves she, you. She will wait, murder me. Queen Boggle wait, is all wait, for this. Straight up, this just in. He's even going for a collector's booster oh, box. God, <laughs> oh my God! Don't listen to these freaking schmucks. We also want to thank J Dub Sports Cards and Gaming for being an amazing sponsor for us. 
uh, Lazy Me has yet to do fucking new ad read on that. So still, God. First what do, off, what do we pay you for? It's a busy life. I I don't get paid. Well, I mean, you get paid, but the money goes into say, we're, Mr. Why are we just talking about <laughs> Patreons? <laughs> I don't put money into my pocket for my personal expenses. It all goes back to the podcast we're paying for hosting your packs and your cards. Speaking of, we got to decide what the next month uh, card is going to be. Correct. I th- I'm thinking it's going to be set boosters for Adventures in the Forgotten Realms since that's going to be the newest set that's out. So I think that's fair enough. And we'll figure out a card. But anyways, J-Dubs, thank you for supporting us. Go check them out. So they have all your magic supplies. They have modern and legacy leagues. They do commander leagues. They have F&M. They sell so- sports cards. They got everything you need Danny links just in the show me. notes hey speaking of which you want to share the show notes with me so i know what we're doing <laughs> oh <laughs> Matt's look at that yeah sharing. matt's terrible it was last minute fuck off even sharing with us he forgets well no i, I wasn't giving him too much shit i was just you know i was wondering how long i was gonna have to sit here and... hell he's late to his own house well he beat me to his house barely for once he beat me too <laughs> you have been sent the invite Bitchin'. Sweet. Okay. Now, we only got Wade for a little bit here, so let's start off with a quick breakdown. We're going to start off with Wade, who's going to give us his salt report for when he was in Minot. Going to hear the saltiest of the travels. Then talk about some modern challenges, a CFB pre-release party, an EDH ban. Then there is uh, Win a Black Lotus. Gavin Verhey's doing an AMA. Moving Mox Boarding House, or Mox Boarding House is going to be opening up another location, and then we're going to do some adventures in the Forgotten Realms talk, because that's a lot of the big news right now. After that, jump into the finance section and close off with a deck of the week. So with that, Wade, we have you for a short amount of time. We pass it over to you at the uh, the Wade Nook, the Wade Window. There you go. The Wade Ooh, I like Window. That. I like that. There a lot. we go. Thought of that. At the top what about of Wade's head? World? No, nah, I like, like Wayne's World. I like window. Yeah, the windows. The <laughs> windows okay. There we go. You can't get a world, you just get a window. Well, I've been told I'm a better door than a window. Well, I mean, well, we're just getting a window into your saltiness from my not. Oh. Uh, we're not talking about it. It's, what the fuck? It's the JB salt report. All right, so uh, I hosted myself, our buddy Noah, Trevor, and Slade. I brought goblins, Slade brought lantern control, uh, Noah brought uh, calculus homework, a.k.a. hardened scales, and then Trev brought OG mono green tron. I started off hot, won the first game, then I lost to uh, Heliod Company, uh, Pro Red and black is really hard to beat with goblins. Fun fact. Unbelievable. Uh, with the uh, Envec. Yep, Sanctifier. There we go, Sanctifier Envec. And then third round, played against humans. Just was fighting for my life. I squeaked out game two by... They tacked in. I was able to keep my life high enough with my sling gang lieutenant. And then I played a, a another sling gang with a goblin chieftain. Snuck in the game two win. And then they just kept drawing Mantis Riders to the point where I could not uh, save myself any longer. And they drew all four. And I mean OG Mantis Riders, none of this Phantasmal Image stuff. Oh, shit. So they, they like Siege Rhinos, they travel in packs. And then I played against a 
uh, Naya Zoo deck. That is nothing like my Naya deck that I will be reworking at some point, but not right now. Are you taking notes from that at, one? Uh, no, it's like traditional zoo. Oh. And the dog found chicken bones in the park. Nice. <laughs> no fried chicken for you, buddy. Sad little dog. Anyway, um, he has the chicken bone in his thing, so you might want to... Oh my god, get, the, get that out of your mouth. Get that out of your mouth. <laughs> That's getting clipped. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be the the intro so to this? oh yeah this is the intro right here thank you wade you bastard you ate the chicken wing <laughs> god damn it ah uh, son of a bitch the joys of parenthood get that out of their mouth anyway uh last round my opponent apparently dropped but didn't press the drop button so i got the unfortunate buy Oh, oh yeah, no. round one I get I played I played against Boros mid range. It's pretty fun. And then Trev played against a Merfolk player his very last round. And Trev said on the way home, I can't believe he didn't concede. I had it locked out. And I looked at Trev, and Garrett can attest to this. Trev giving crap about a person not conceding is very funny to me. And then Slade and Tre- uh, Noah had to play each other the last round, and that's that was just that was just Slade <laughs> playing with his food. <laughs> Poor Noah. So, the three of us finished three and two, and Noah got the unfortunate truth of going two and three. So, what a champ! So was and the... then we. <laughs> what was the question? Was the was the Mantis Rider situation the saltiest part for you? I know when Slade was talking, uh, he was saying that. Um, he had a lot of salt. He would have jumped on, but he was busy. Let's talk about salt. Uh, well, for me, yes. I mean, Slade did say in our group chat, Mason, how are you salty? Well, Slade, I'm always salty, just like the Hulk is always angry. So, uh, he had his. So, Slade also was talking about how Lantern has no bad matchups going up to mine, and then he plays against Jund and it gets creamed. <laughs> Boomer Jund? Right? Yeah, it was it was Boomer John. The guy even played against a Heliod company and the Heliod player had infinite life. And I thought this is a very interesting deck teching choice. The Heliod the Jun player has Liliana the last hope. So whatever number the the Heliod player is gonna play, like pick, last hope can just ultimate and make a enough zombies to probably get to that life total. Holy shit. I've seen some people do that with instead of doing Liliana the Veil, they'll do Last Hope or or they'll do some combination of the two. So is Last Hope pretty much the uh an, like the, the, the Jund answer, the the black X answer to Heliod? Yeah, that's I the only way so, of winning yeah. that matchup. Okay. So you're just not like out of the game. Yeah. Okay. So that was but they ended up drawing and then final round was pretty much a clean cut. Except for one guy didn't want to draw. He was like worried that if this per- if the Heliod player won, he'd be out of the top eight. So he played it out and won. So he was c- guaranteed in. Uh, top eight had at least one. Is it Prowess player? One Etron. Um, two Jun players, and I think they were both Boomer Jun. Oh shit. Uh, one blue red Merktide. I love that deck. deck. Humans and then. Uh, Ponza. Was it the humans deck that you lost to? Yes. Nice. Hopefully they rode so, their Mantis Riders all the way to the win. 
Yeah. Well, I don't know who won, ended up winning it because uh, Joe didn't post it. So. Well, shucks. Well, whoever won that one, congratulations! Congratulations for winning a box. Yes, sir. Any other questions about that? Well, let's see. So going in, you guys had uh, what was the pre-notion of the meta? Because you said that you had information, like you're getting like information from people on what the meta was supposed to be like going in and stuff. Well, so, I did my own research of joining the Bismarck and Bismarck and Minot Magic groups. And just looked at the results. Done for sure. And one guy even commented in the Bismarck chat that he was bringing prowess or goblins or one other thing. So that was kind of where I got my information. Okay. That is a very and there's always a there's always an Etron player from Bismarck, and he was going to be there. So that was my guess. And people like their big, big flashy monsters. How large was this event? Uh, 27 players. So right where I was guessing. Not too shabby. I wasn't guessing Alexandria numbers. R.I.P. Ryan. Right, that was fucking crazy. They actually had a nice air conditioning system in there too, unlike well, Alexandria. With only 27 people, you know, that's not near as much body heat as 60 plus. Also, very nice store in Minot. Shout out to Chaos Games. Nice looking store. You guys do a great operation up there. Dope. Well, thank and then going into it, I was picking between Heliod and Goblins, and Goblins won out just because I just have a lot of experience with it. So. And this is just like the classic Rakdos Goblins, where you know you're going for the the Snoop Snoop combo off. Yeah. Snoop. Snoop yes, sir. Snoop. 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 Snoop and the boys. Well, going in with a three two is not a bad. Not a bad result, I'd say, for traveling all the way to, to Minot for a fun-filled yeah. weekend. We had a good weekend. We ended up, we ended the day in Minot with going to beat-ups and watching a bit of the UFC fights. Good way to end it. So. Final question. Yes, sir. Was there like a random off-the-wall deck that was there that people were talking about? Like, oh my god, this person brought this. Uh, Not really. I just remember during... I think it was second round. One gentleman uh, accidentally didn't write down collective brutality, and the judge thought it was collected company, and he got deck checked and got an automatic uh, loss, unfortunately. What? And that was the only. So that was the one unfortunate story I could probably say. But so, there were they were all pretty much meta decks, in my opinion. So the person who had collective brutality accidentally wrote collective company, collected company. Or, I think the story is they didn't write it uh, legibly. Oh. So then, Joe was talking to him about it, the the shop owner, and it's it depends on the judge on what they think it it's gonna spell out. So that handwriting must have been super bad to get brutality, like collective brutality, and collected company. Like you get the collect part, but. Tim right. and T, and then <laughs> brutality and company. Like Jesus, so sorry for that guy. So work on his yeah. handwriting. R.I.P. Right. R. Tell R. him P. to fill it out on the computer and print it. <laughs> so that ends my salt report. So what's the uh, salt report from the homeboys in Fargo, JB? Depends. Do you want to go to Modern Weekend or just like 15 minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Both are equally bad. Both are 
equally bad. JB was the only one that went to uh, league. Did you go on Saturday, Big G? No, I was up in Grand Forks for a, a buddy's kid's first birthday. So Gotcha. So JB was the only one at league, so he has the salt report. Mm-hmm. I guess your choice if you want to talk about the 15 minutes ago, salt report or the, <laughs> the league weekend salt report. So I ended up going one and three. Oof. What'd you end up playing? Boggles. The hell? What was your win? Uh, My win was last, very last round, and I totally creamed primetime. <laughs> I was very proud of myself. Like, I d- a first game, just complete blowout, like, just straight up. I, and it was even a slow start because it was a ledge walker instead of a boggle. So it was like, that already set me back one turn. And I ended up swinging in for, like, 17 with a ledge walker, just to like a big fuck you before he even got anything on board. So I was like, yeah, this is great. Has second bo- second game was a fight, but I finally eked it out. What deck was that? No, like the second oh, game second. of the okay. prime time. Like I, it, it was a fight, but I eked it out. Like gotcha, gotcha. Just straight up, finally got enough get because he had two ees, one on one and one on two, and I had to f- like slowly f- play cards out to get him to 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 try and get him to pop the ee while right. holding back cards in my hand. So I was trying to play through the ees. Well, I finally got him to pop it. Like, he popped the one on two right away, got rid of some shit there, got rid of the Spectral Steel in the daybreak. But he had that EE on one for the longest time, and I find, and I was sitting there with a Ethereal Armor and a Daybreak in my hand, and I'm like, I don't want to lose this Ethereal. So I was, like, just sitting there waiting, trying to draw something, or at least trying to draw, you know, another Spectral Steel so it was a two mana, and I could drop the Daybreak. And, it was like, and I finally got there, finally got him to pop it, and then it was just straight gas from there on out. It was great. And I had the ley line out too, so it's like he 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 was doing his land drops and picking his land, and he was taking forever to figure out what land he wanted because he couldn't do the valley cut option because I had the ley line out. It was great. It made me feel proud. It, it was my redemption from the shitty previous three rounds. And what were the three rounds? Oh God, what was round one? What was round one? Oh no, yeah, round one was Caleb. Which, Through the breach? No, Nib Delight. Which there's there's no possible way to win that matchup with Boggles. It's just no way. They've got too much main board destruction of everything. Is that like where's Supreme Verdict and Kaya's guy? No, I think it's Kaya's yeah, guy. They, well, the... Kaya's guy, they run in the board or in the sideboard, but like they just got, you know, the abrupt decays and all that other shit. Just straight up, hey, just destroy this. The pants, the Boggle. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. So I knew there was no way I was going to win that one. Second round was a crazy Hollow One Asmora deck. Okay. And Burning Inquiry just fucked me straight up. It just kept pulling all my gas out of my hand. So I just I couldn't eke that one out. That's a rough day. Right. Third round was a Mono Black Vampires. And I should have won that. I don't know how I didn't win it, but I just I straight up didn't. You've got to put the belt on, didn't you? Something. Like <laughs> I tripped over your own pants. Like, it was just ridiculous, yeah. Like, I should have won, but I didn't. And it pissed me off. And then it was, like, round four prime time, and I'm like, great, I'm just going to get completely creamed. And it was just, like, everything just kind of fell into place. And I was like, yeah, I destroyed Amy the Titan. Can you milk a boggle to get cream, though? Maybe. If you're the one that wants to find that out, Big G, that's all It's all on you. <laughs> I vote Danny does. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, JD, Wait, why do I got to worry about this? I do it every night. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your answer. You can milk a buckle. All right, there we go. Cool. Uh, 
Someone's done it three times. Right. And then as far as the, the 15 minutes goes out report, just so you know, people don't play Velmock as taking turns. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> On a counterpoint. Don't be that person. Play the deck. No. It's a lot of fun. No, it's not. But make it's improvements stupid. to it so that way you can crush a boggle even and, faster. And at least, it, okay, let's put it this way. If you're going to do it, bring a fucking coloring book or something for your opponent <laughs> because it's stupid. It's not as bad as my taking turns deck used to be. It is dumb. T- I at least kill you quick. Print- printing cards that say, hey, I'm going to take an extra turn is a fucking mistake, Watsy. They haven't printed any Yeah, but they, sh- they never should have in the first place is what I'm getting at. I don't know if you know this, JB, but there's a, there's a good answer no. to taking turns. Yeah, you play blue. You play a counter spell. <laughs> <laughs> you play degenerate magic. Hey, man, you got a counter spell in your squirrel deck. Yeah, because uh, if you can't beat them, join them. It's the only way I can fucking keep my See, shit alive, there sir. There you go. Yeah, who's the degenerate now? Hmm? Well, there's the salt That's one reports. deck out of like 20 <laughs> that I have, sir. Sir. And sir. besides, like me, like Danny always says, Matt made us these, these monsters. I didn't do shit to you guys. Matt made us play these cards. I did not. Mm-hmm. They're just cards that you guys like to play. Nope. Cards you should play. It's because to be because a well-rounded you, magic player. Nope, it's stuff we need to play because Matt's a dick. Anyways, that's <laughs> the salt report. apparently the salt report's going into the modern challenge report. It yes, is. yes, it is. All right, so first place in the modern challenge, uh, the stupid bullshit cascade deck. Hey, yep, hey is right. This is a dumb deck. Just saying. This is just the uh, violent outburst version of it. Yep. It doesn't have it's the, the crashing ardent, footfalls one. The ardent plea. People are debating if the ardent plea one is better because at least then you're able to get to fairy time raveler. I mean, I can see an argument for that, but and I, that's probably the version I would play if I was going to play it. Right, just to be yeah, able just to, to add even your more. Stuff. Fuck you. That's all it is. It's just a win more card. It's only when I play you, JB, that I want that to happen. So. Like down. straight up, that's all it is. Like, hey, let's splash in for this for a win more. Let's just swing my dick around helicoptering. <laughs> Danny knows I'm right. Do the helicopter dick. Do helicopter the helicopter dick. dick. Oh, look, another deck I hate. Second place. Friggin' Merktide Dragon Rage Channeler bullshit. <laughs> yep. This one is looking mm-hmm. good. This has... Four lightning bolts and four unholy heat. I'm all in it, all in on that split right there. Yeah, it's dumb. It's also got the monkey. Because why not? <laughs> You're playing red. Might as well, might as well play the stupid monkey. <laughs> Three counter spells and an archmage charm. Mm-hmm. Oh, chalice of the void in the sideboard. Because mm-hmm. why not? And four, four Mistress Bobble. Like Mistress Bobble is, is needed. It's too good. Is it? It's powerful. No, that, that's not an is it deck. Uh, actually, yes, it is, sir. I was seeing if you were paying attention. Third place, we have Hammer Time. Who, buddy? Not much different in this. No. Pretty stock. Yep. Well, I mean, besides the Urza Sagas. But... Urza Saga is stock in here because that allows you to get your Shadow Spear or your Welding right. Char so or your Colossus Hammer. Ingenious like, Smith. Ingenious. Why do I feel like that's a new, newer addition to this? I've never seen that before. Oh, is that from the D&D? Is yeah. it? 
Yeah, because it's showing up as other. Uh, let's type it in. Right, because yeah, it's in other. That's that's why I'm like, hmm. Yes. Scryfall. I spelled that wrong. How'd you spell it wrong? It's on the screen. You forgot the I. I did forget the I. What are we in Jurassic Park here? Ingenious. Ingen. White one for a one one human artificer. When Ingenious Smith ETBs, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal an artifact from among them, put in your hand, put the rest of the bottom of your library in a random order. Uh. Whenever one or more artifacts enter the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on Ingenious Smith. Uh, this, ability, uh. this ability only triggers once each turn. Well, there you go. That's why it's in there. Yeah, it goes through your deck. Yeah. Dope. Dumb. Fourth place, we've got a Rakdos, Kroxa, Monkey... Voidwalker bullshit Dragon Rage Channeler deck. I want this deck. This is the deck Straight I'm going to be... fucking value. This is the deck I'm going to be building. You would, you sick bastard. It is a Luris deck. You're a monster. Yes, you are. You are a monster, sir. It is very... Yeah, very straightforward for Inquisitions for Thought Seizes. And it has the Sheikah, the blood-soaked land, and Shinzo, yep. the death storehouse. The ones that give a legendary creature fear or first strike. Yup. And the Regavan getting first strike and the Crooks getting first strike and fear are just super good. Let me tell you what, dude. Just dashing the monkey is stupid. They never should have put dash on that damn card. Dude, it protects the monkey so damn yes, well. Yes, and it is so dumb. The monkey got tired of being spanked, so now it's doing the spanking. Dashing through the JB, getting all the salt. <laughs> Yes. Oh, what fun it is to take the turns and piss him right the fuck off. <laughs> Pretty much. So fifth place we've got an Is It Prowess. A lot of blue and red up in this uh, top eight here. Uh-huh. Very JB's much so. favorite color scheme. Yeah, it's the worst color scheme ever. <laughs> Sixth place. What the fuck? Oh, Living In. we got a Living In deck. Yep. Nothing new in this as well. Mm-hmm. It's all pretty, I don't know. Straightforward shit. Pretty much. Seventh place. Hey, we got Mill. Wow, running four hell? fractured sanities. Oh, yeah. No wonder. I, I was like, hey, Mill's making a comeback. You want to know why? Because of Tasha's hideous Jeez. laughter. Can, can we take a second to talk about this card? How no, that card is let, actually No, like, let's not give people ideas. Fuck this it's card. It's not giving them ideas. Like, I just want to put out, like, a little warning light or something that this is potentially dangerous. Yes, this card is fucked. This is three mana half your deck. Like, this is worse than Mind Funeral. This, this, okay, between this card and Sphere of Annihilation makes Boggles unplayable now. I mean, it's Like, straight up, it is fucking unplayable. There's always ways around things, JB. Just... No, there's not. <laughs> No, there's not a three mana. I'm gonna mill your whole fucking deck. Yeah, and not even mill it. Just straight up exile it. Like fuck you. This is where... in Sphere of Annihilation. Three mana. Oh, I'm just gonna blow up literally everything. It's better than EE because it does everything below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The just it's but straight the, up. The it de- just totally fucked my archetype. The thing with uh, Sphere of Annihilation that's only for black decks or decks with black in it. Tasha's hideous laughter is only for blue. Yeah, Guess no, how I'm, many control decks? Well, I mean, yeah, are this, out there that run blue or splash for black. You have Esper control. How many black I, decks are there? I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm saying it's not it's not going to be as uh, ubiquitous as an EE would have been because an EE can go. But it is, sir. But it is, sir. I mean, I'm not disagreeing. Severe of Annihilation, super powerful card. Tasha's hideous laughter. 
And besides, it's only a single black. You can easily, if you make treasures, you can easily cover a fucking black. Matt, I don't think you're gonna win. Or the amount of treasures make JB think anything different. He's oh, just, yeah, no. he's just angry down there. I am we, very we ha- angry. We have this argument every single time we get together. Yes, we do. <laughs> blue has yeah. wrecked the game of Magic for those who are starting. Unless they play blue. The biggest thing, like, yeah, ta- I'll, I'll blue, jump on Tasha's so, face. So blue wrecked standard for me. Blue wrecks magic for me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm not blue. saying that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, yes, blue does make playing against your opponent if they're playing blue not the most fun deck to play against because you're either getting countered, you're getting not to play any of your shit. Or, you know, in JB's case about 20 minutes ago, he didn't even get to play. Correct. <laughs> but, I mean, there, it's going to happen. There are, unfortunately, those people that do want to play those decks. I mean, I'm one of them. Matt, you're another one of them. Yes. Hi. There's a lot. We have a lot of control in our fucking meta. But, I mean, that's the thing. That's one form. Controls in every meta, not just ours. Every. Meta. I know, but what, we have a lot. What well, yeah, we have the a percentage lot. wise. Yeah, like for our, our meta sample here size. In town, yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's really bad. You either have to play aggro and get under that control quick. That's which, why. That's why I played mono red. Yeah, and try to go as fast as I can. Or, or you end up playing a mirror match of control versus control. Mm-hmm. But I think in you know taking us out of our area, I mean. Control doesn't dominate no. the meta as a worldwide platform. No. When you're thinking of it that way. But when you get into, you know, smaller areas like Fargo, Minot, Bismarck even, and Grand Forks, you know you know, the upper Midwest because we're all a bunch of sick assholes. Okay. We Don't include <laughs> me in this group. <laughs> Let, the, let's put it this way. We choose to not move somewhere else and endure nine months of frigid cold. Yes, it's less than nine months. And well, that is the I was, reason. I, was, I wasn't going that route. I was going that route because everybody just fucking plays control. The reason why we Sick play bastards. control is we want people to stay around us for as long as possible because we're so secluded up here. Okay. <laughs> they just can't leave. Okay. Be my friend. <laughs> you, you Be my friend, counterspell. Be you, my friend. You can't leave if I take all the turns. Oh, God. <laughs> I swear you just pick your cards up and leave. Right? No, and it's never, like that. And never come it, back. It's like that gift. There's a reason why I haven't been the league the big for guy. how many weeks. Since week one. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's like the gift of the big guy that's just like, <laughs> flips the fucking table. Just fuck you. <laughs> or And then there's also a gift of the same dude. I'm pretty sure it's the same guy because it looks the fucking same. They're playing Catan on a card table like this and he just straight up fucking punches through the table. Just fucking blows everything apart. I haven't seen that one. I've oh yeah, dude. <laughs> dude it's fucking great. Catan can wreck families. Oh man, it was great. Well hey, JB, why don't you keep going with that uh, modern challenge? Oh yeah, that's right because we do have one more result left. Yeah, because I'd like to get home. Yeah, we got eighth place is another Kroxa discard shenanigans deck. Hey, Farva, what's that place with goofy shit on the walls (laughs) and the mozzarella sticks? Oh, shenanigans? Oh! (laughs) This one's got Turok in it, though, where the other one didn't. Trying to capitalize on the discard. Yeah, I mean, it's a little different. I mean, I run Turok in my uh, rack deck just because. Why not? I mean, yeah. The kicker's not that bad. Four mana to invest in uh four th- what becomes a four three 
with protection from white that can't be pathed. Yeah. You know, I mean that's that's not bad, in my opinion. I'm I'm fine with spending four man on that. He's fine with that. Well, cool. Yeah, because yeah. fuck you, control. Even though it doesn't matter because they just draw so many cards, you can't keep their hand size down anyway. Yeah. Because once again, stupid blue shit. I might as well go through my normal role here as I'm filling in. Hey, Danny, why don't you hit us up with that BNR report? No, hold on. We got a, we got an upcoming event still. Oh, sir. You, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yes. I thought we covered the upcoming no, event. No, we oh. didn't. We just finished the challenge. If you would listen to the podcast, you'd know the format. The format is past events, then upcoming events. No, sir. Here's, the, here's the thing, sir. Sir. <laughs> sir. I was not looking at the show notes. Well, I was just going what by the fuck, memory. Sir. I was just going by memory. Well, see, once again, if you listen to the podcast enough, Niv your memory it. would recall that it's past events, then upcoming hey, events. Hey, JB. Then being Hey, JB. JB, how about you get back on track? No. I haven't deviated for long enough. Hey, JB. <laughs> JB, why don't you hit us up with those upcoming events so we can get over to Danny with the BNR report? There. And that better? Got, yes, that's that better. better. That's okay. beautiful so segue. Better. Oh my God. So much better. I screwed it up the it's first time. I forgot about It's not even a, it's not even a segue. <laughs> <laughs> it's just trying to get JB on The topic. fuck are we, Paul Blart here? <laughs> Riding her segue around the mall. I'm a mall cop. Are you going to go? No. <laughs> so, anyway, we've got the pre-release for the new Dungeons & Dragons set coming up. Pre-release weekend is July 16th through the 18th. Woohoo! Even though it's already available on all your digital formats. Yep. So, you can learn about all your draft archetypes and shit and what you want to draft and everything like that when pre-release weekend comes. I've already been playing a little bit on Arena. I, I mean, it's... It's okay. It's fun. Have you done the, uh, I guess this is a little off of the pre-release event, but the standard 2022? No, I haven't season. done that yet. Have you seen? Is it even up yet? Because I didn't think it was what? up last time I played Arena. It is. Because people are playing and they're doing the Faceless Haven, Book of the Exalted combo. <laughs> yeah, it's Platinum Angel on a land. Right? <laughs> yep. It's like, come on, I don't ever. Oh, have so that. that's why that card is spiked up in the yep. MTG stocks interest. I was wondering why it yeah, like, shot it's, way up. It's that as long as land isn't right, yeah, because you can't lose. Right, yeah, because I know people were talking about the whole faceless haven interaction with it. Yep. Because people were debating on whether or not it stayed on the land when faceless haven be- didn't become a creature anymore. Yep. It's it like stays. yeah, because it's a counter. Counters stay like. Yep. Yeah. It's a counter on a permanent. We got uh, Voril in the chat, Big G, saying, damn, Big G, flex those guns. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know why I get these? Because I don't skip the gym in the morning. I know. <laughs> I've been trying to get up. I just, for some reason, my body's like, nah, <laughs> Have you been you. trying to get up for like the past f- yes. seven months? Yes. It hasn't been seven months. It's been like four. Let's get real. It's been like five. I haven't seen you at the gym since February. Yeah, and we're in month seven. Would you? That's five months. So at bro. the end of this month would be five months. Sorry, four and a half months. That exactly. Better? Would you guys be down to go to the gym at like 2 a.m.? No, that's too early. Fuck you. I'm just no, going to bed. No. I got to get to work by Friday. Right? Nah, so like nah, man, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no. So anyway, back I to this did, spell table crazy shit. stuff, but not that crazy. Back to this pre-release event here. So they're doing it on spell table too still for all you people that don't want to venture out. 
And it looks like... Is there, is there no special Discord that they're doing it through, is it? No? Channel yeah, Fireball. It's, <laughs> it's still Channel Fireball. Is it? Where, yep. where does it say that? It doesn't say that anywhere where I'm reading, motherfucker. It's all Channel Fireball. I don't know if I should be flattered or a little little bit creeped out here. By Voral? It just it just says through by, spell uh, table beta. So yeah. <laughs> it's it's hosted by Channel Fireball because you choose your team. There's two teams. Can't remember what they are. With, oh yeah, well there's there's six, the pick a team, yeah, six whatever sealed deck. Or, yeah, six contact creators. World boss matches. Yep. Oh yeah, challenge a foe no one can defeat alone in simultaneous three against one encounters streamed on live Discord. Dude, that's cool. Three on one. Fuck yeah. So arch enemy style, bro. Yep. That's lit. I like that. Between match activities even, you can take a breather after matches and earn points for your team by joining Magic Trivia, Pack One Pick One games on Discord. That's cool. Okay, I like this. This is a cool peruse party. They've done they've done the the trivia and stuff since God, was it Adventures of Zendikar? Or was it Keldheim that they I think started? It was, I think it was Keldheim. Yeah, it was probably that they Keldheim. started to like expand out doing other um events. Pretty sure, the pretty sure yeah. it was Keldheim. Because it was after the first command fast. Or was it the second one that they did, the cat and dogs? Oh, and they have yeah, that was command fast. They have more than two teams for this. They, well, have, yeah, four, they have four teams. Yeah, for one for each of yep. the So there's four teams that you can pick. It's either warrior, cleric, rogue, or wizard. Yep. And they have celebrities for each one. So Team Warrior has Alex Nikolic, Martin Yuza, Bengineering, Zbex, Amazonian, and Marshall Sutcliffe. I'm all for the Warrior team just because of Marshall. I'm a little Marshall uh, boy. You uh, are? Fanboy. You are, huh? I am. I, I love Marshall. Man. You're a fangirl for everything. And if I, could, if I could just like have a chance to talk, talk to Marshall Sutcliffe. So, uh... Back on topic. Right, yeah. Sorry. So uh yeah, team, miss it. team Cleric has Ethan Sachs, Philippa Carola, Shivam Bot, Jenna Amari, Ben Wheeler, and Lady Lavinius. Team Rogue has Voxy, alias V, Talia Vess, Ben Werner, Andrea Mangucci, and Mana Curves. And then Team Wizard has Legend V D. <laughs> BD. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Tappy Toe Claws, Olivia Gobert Hicks, Pleasant Kenobi, Graham Stark, and Lady Danger. It's a stacked uh, group of teams. Right. So there is a spell table pre release event Discord, which I'm assuming is just going to be the Channel Fireball. Yeah. It's so weird yeah. that they don't specifically say that, but yeah, right? They yeah, have a like link they don't specifically join say the it, Discord right. now. I'm gonna click the link and we're gonna watch. Yeah, we're this. gonna find out. But it is gonna be for Channel Fireball. I'm I'm pretty sure. Oh, it's blocked. Gone. Blank hashtag blocked. Oh well, probably because it's not the thing yet. Maybe that'd be my guess. Maybe or hey, click on the join the Discord now to be ready. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh, I thought you clicked on the other one. No, that's the one I clicked, and it's oh. blank <laughs> blank blocked. Oh. All right, blocked. well, blink blocked or link blocked, <laughs> blank blocked, right? Well, anyway, so you can you can even jump into commander pods too, I guess. So it's got to be the it's got to be the channel fireball one. Yeah, I know because if you go to the the website is af afrparty.com. How about we type that in? 
Yeah, just to confirm, it's like we it's got to be. Anyway, there's going to be no entry fee to participate in the spell table pre-release event, and there isn't any prizes to win, unfortunately. But you can still have fun. There's not a round structure either. You're free to come and go as you please, Friday through Sunday, and play as much as you'd like, even after battling at your LGS. Oh, it's not. It's its own special Discord. Oh, oh shit. Nice. Well, look at that. Yeah. Really? Adventures in the Forgotten Realm Spell Table Beta Pre-Release Discord. Hmm. Nice. We have joined it. They only got a couple channels. Yeah, because I'm like, they're really going against just saying CFB, but oh, fuck. I wonder I wonder if this has to, do, I mean, CFB, like, becoming like CFB Marketplace and everything. I like, I, maybe Makes they're sense. just Right. Makes sense. Anyway, we'll have the link for this this article in the, in the show notes because then they go on to like you know say how to prepare for it. Uh, then they also go into how to set up a webcam for it uh, for Magic and Spell Table, how to make your mobile device a camera, and then they also have a neat little graphic uh, showing how to use a box to make a phone stand. First even. off, this one is stupid. Just go and get yourself a fat pack. No, box it's cool. Cut it you cut up the fat it's pack. It's cool box because you want to know why this is cool. Why is this okay, cool? Because it's gonna block glare from a light. I'll give you that. The glare is pretty rough sometimes. Yes. I gotta angle my camera at a certain way now to stop the glare from in here. Exactly. So it's something to look into. If it's something you're interested in, the link will be in the description, in in the notes, whatever. Matt knows where to put things. Yes. And you all know where to look. Exactly. And with that, now we get to find out what got the ban hammer today. A card oh, that should have been banned a long time ago. I mean, I wholeheartedly but before, agree. But before we get to that, um, we have an announcement from the Commander Advisory Group. Uh, they have now introduced Kristen Gregory and Elizabeth Rice to the team as of today. Or as of... Yeah, the, yeah the today. Keg. So anyway... <laughs> There's also, not just bans, there's been some rule clarifications. Uh, there's a slight modification to the Rule 11 to clarify dungeon legality. Um, dungeons are a little wonky for the rules from a rules perspective since they're more like emblems than other cards. Once they're ventured into, they can live in the command zone. They then leave the zone when they're completed. They have to be considered cards so the other rules can work, but, they, but they're not otherwise cards in the traditional sense. They can't be. They can't go into your deck. Their main function is a specialized process marker. That rule end to to that end. Rule eleven is now worded like this: Parts of abilities which bring other traditional cards you own from outside of the game into the game, such as Living Wish, uh, Sponsor Ulmog, Karn the Great Creator, do not function in Commander. Interesting. Traditional cards. Traditional cards. Yep. And. What everyone's been waiting to hear, if if they've not already read this or heard about it, Hall Breacher is now banned in Commander. Yay! Insert Sell them all you cheering. can. Right. I mean, good luck with selling them at this point. You might, yeah, you might sell the, it for the modern ni- players. The nice, but the nice thing is, it's not banned in Legacy yet. True. So, just like Oko. Yep. So, like everyone saw right away with the few combos that came out in that set. Hullbreacher's been a problem card since its release. Its offensive use usually um, use use against extra card draw has been dwarfed by offensively combining with mass draw effects to easily strip players' hands 
while uh, accelerating the controller. That play pattern isn't something we want prevalent in casual play. See the um, Leovold ban? Um, We we have seen a lot of evidence that it is too tempting even there as it combines with wheels and other popular staple cards. Casual staples, sorry. The, uh, The case against the card was overwhelming. There remain a few similar cards that are still prim- uh, prim- permitted, notably noti- uh, Notion Thief and Narset uh, Partner Veils, uh, the additional hoops required, an additional color pip for more... Uh, no- wow, words are hard, guys. You got uh, this, Danny. Pip for Notion Thief and Sorcery Speech for Narset appear to ke- be keeping them to the appropriate level of play, though we'll continue to keep an eye on them. I hate words. You know, Rough I'm, day. Honest, I'm honestly really surprised about this one in comparison to Opposition Agent. Because yeah, I'll give you that as, one. As soon as Oppositional Ag- or Opposition Agent got announced, like I know I kind of sat there and went, groaned a little bit going, well, crap. I mean, because both the cards both cards have flash, yeah? Yeah, both have flash. Yeah. They're both so three I mean, twos. So it's one thing if they didn't have flash. Then I think it would be manageable. Right, but the fact that both of them have flash that just makes it obscenely ridiculous to deal with. Right, and yeah, there's you can probably plug JB back in now. I forgot I unplugged him. <laughs> Do you guys remember a month back when people were complaining about wheels and commander, saying that the wheels themselves should be banned? Yep, they should be. And how how that whole thing was a, a conversation. The thing is, is the thing that makes this very pre- pre- notable is was hull breacher because nobody was complaining about wheels before i mean there's an argument for zero uh we we were all complaining about wheels you being a wheels player just didn't listen no because the wheels that i was playing you know it was always like deal damage you can always interact like this just stops you from interacting having because i would be playing uh spiteful visions or nekusar and no, like you you have the combo in your commander where you play wheels and made us discard seven, and we couldn't draw a card. That was Helm of the Gas Lord. That's, you, you still no, have that's you, Narset, you, sir. You still have the have combo Narset. in there. I don't have Narset in there. You still have Narset that combo. Does that? Yeah, yeah you, Narset does. You know that. how Narset? many times you've done that shit to me with Narset? No, oh, I'm in a in, wheel. In oh, modern, but you only get to draw one card. In modern, fuck you. In modern, I've done that. I haven't done it in Commander. Yo, don't have Narset in Commander. But anyways. But yeah, that people, the whole mass discard that's those wheels should just be banned from Commander. Uh, I don't know. I think the biggest thing about it is like with the wheels, you lost out with things like Notion Thief, Narset, and Hull Breacher. But what makes Hull Breacher worse, it's it's three mana and it's flash. And that's honestly the the part that probably got it got its target on its back the most is the fact of it had flash. No, because I think because if it didn't have flash, you could at least deal with it before it became an issue. Imagine a flash Narset, and uh, like where it's just like whole breacher instead of making treasures. The treasures is the important thing, I would say, because it nets you that mana that you're going to be drawing your cards, and you can then continuously cast spells. It just like it propels you forward more than what Notion Thief or Narset does, because. It disadvantages your opponent while giving you an advantage. Notion Thief just draws you cards, but as soon as you're out of mana, it's like you can't do anything. Where with Hull Breacher, you're drawing cards and you're getting mana. Narset, you're just drawing cards and your opponents aren't drawing cards. Same thing. 
but there's at least a turn around the table where everyone can like get a get a swing in and stuff at that. Hey JB, you like how we're talking about all blue cards and how they break the game? I mean, where I'm currently at with this with with what we're talking about is like I, with the whole wheels debate and everything. Uh, Commander is supposed to be a place where you can pretty much play anything. Yep. You know, to an extent, is is you're supposed to be able to play more stuff than other formats. Well, if you start taking out wheels, well, then you're going to have people that bitch about something else. And then it's the next thing. And then it's the next thing. And then it's the next thing. And then pretty much but you're you're stuck to, well, now I've got like a boring pre-con. That's it. I can't, I can't do anything cool. I can't play anything fun. Because what's next after wheels? Mass land destruction? What's next after that? The next big egregious thing? What's next? Tutors? What's sure. next? Fetch lands? Like I said, then you start stripping everything away, and then what do you have? You, you're playing with welcome decks. Some of those precons are pretty uh, pretty strong, too. Though. Well, that's why I scaled it back and basically said you're playing with welcome decks. You ever played with the welcome decks? No. They're stupid as fuck. They're Good. boring as shit. Good way to get you introduced to the game, essentially. That's it. Hmm. I'm perfectly fine with Hole Breacher going. Like I, like I was saying, you know, the fact that it, it continued on what you can do, because you can wheel, and then you can wheel again mm-hmm. without a problem right. when you draw cards. No, I mean, like, single single card stuff like that, yeah, that's fine. But I'm talking, like, as far as, like, you know, with the whole, like, get everything, rid, like, a, a, a type of, of thing. Get you know, rid of Wheel like, of Fortune. Get rid of Reforged the Soul. Yeah, like... Get rid of Wheel of Misfortune. Yeah, stuff like, like, get rid of, like, the whole you know, chunk of things because it's a thing, you know, like getting rid of wheels, getting rid of other, you know, like that, oh, yep, I you know, it. that starts a, a whole chain of shit that all of a sudden, well, now your format's not playable and becomes Pioneer. The only thing kind of they've just like took away a big swath of cards like that is from unglued, but you know, you can like talk to your play group and stuff about playing with unglued. Rule zero. But right. anti is the other one. Anti cards are not allowed in Commander. Yep. So yeah, no, I don't know. Like wheels can also benefit everybody if they have ways to cast things from their graveyard. And I feel like every EDH if- deck should have some form of way to also interact with their graveyard. Like so that way you're not completely hosed. Like that's the way of like you know, you're making your EDH deck to have like that that slight flexibility and stuff in there. But that's not that's not casual EDH though. If if you're if you're building if you're building your decks around a certain ability to like, okay, play from your graveyard, okay, you're playing meta or CDH. If you're playing from graveyard, everyone's going to play from graveyard. Hey, my Cathril deck plays from the graveyard. That is the farthest thing from CEDH. But, but what does your commander do? All it does is care about creatures in the graveyard. Okay, that's because it's based on your commander. My Nea deck is not about my graveyard at all. So why would I build it to play my graveyard? The thing is, you don't have to play the graveyard. It's like being able to, like, you know, like find where a card could like have dual purpose potentially and stuff. Like right. even, you're just trying to capitalize as much value as you can, and you don't even have to like have it play in the graveyard. You can have things like an Eternal Witness and stuff to like bring cards back from your graveyard as well, right. so. or play things with flashback. I don't know my my big thing on Commander because as of right now. It is still a casual format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This and this ban list really, really just 
it's, adheres to the few times it becomes a sanctioned format. Yep, exactly it. Here's end of the day. Unless you're playing in a tournament, you talk with your playgroup. If your playgroup's like, you know what? Hull Breacher's fine. Wheels are fine. Prime time is fine. Iona is fine. You know, uh, blue as a color is fine. <laughs> I still think blue should be taken out of commander. <laughs> as long as you talk with your playgroup, and if you're fortunate enough, like some of us, to have more than one commander deck, where maybe you have one of those decks that is super hyper-competitive, super fine-tuned, that when it goes off, there's no stopping it, and you only bring that deck out maybe once in a blue moon, once in a red moon, once in a blood moon. (laughs) Alpine moon. That's moving up in price. We'll talk about that later. But, you know, if you talk with your playgroup and your playgroup has that understanding of, hey, Matt, we can only play our blue decks with wheels in it once ever once a month. Matt can only play blue deck once a year. Once a month. Well then he's only playing commander once a year because all his decks have exactly. blue. Exactly. Anyway, getting to the point. Which I mean there's the problem. A lot of people a lot of people having super I I understand why people have issues because like there have been cards that have been banned in Commander that I have issues with, like, hey, why why are you coming after a card I really like like when Iona got banned in Commander? You know, I was like, Hey man, that's my angel deck. I I, I get Iona and Painter's Servant <laughs> having both in something like Commander could definitely breed some like very negative. Oh yeah. I get shit. that. I get that. Like but, I'd say that might be a little more egregious than Hull Breacher. <laughs> personally. Personally. But, Going going to my main point. Yes. Commander, tabletop format, 95% of the time. Just talk with your playgroup. If everyone's okay with Hull Breacher, guess what? You still get to play Hull Breacher, and you only have to change your deck when you go to you know, a command fest or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's It comes to, I don't know, maybe this is like stemming from a bunch of these you know, quote unquote pub stompers that just come to casual spell table groups or, you know, the 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 LGS and they're like, Oh yeah, this is a this is a six. This is a six stack and all of a sudden you yeah. just get creamed by a whole breacher combo bullshit and stuff like that. When it comes to bands like this, like that's always like my first thoughts because I don't know, I'm very cynical when it comes to some magic players like that. It's like I know there's good magic players, but it's always the ones that are just like kind of a douche that ruins yeah, it for the rest. I, I, I don't know. Like I'm saying it's a six, even though it's a six in my very hyper competitive play group, but in a casual play group it's a nine. Right. Yeah. A, f- a friend of ours has a very good way to help understand something more than just like generating a level. It's like what turn does your deck win? And I'm like, oh that's way better. Yeah, my deck's supposed to win on like turn ten. And it's like okay, turn ten. That's pretty good. A lot of shit happens in 10 turns in Commander. Or if you're like a turn 5 deck in Commander, then it's like, okay, just going to stay away from that. Well, um, Command Zone has a an episode all about how to scale your deck. Was and that their level one they did a couple months back? Uh, I think it was a little bit further back than that, but I watched that oh, one that and where, listened yeah, to it. Was it was around, around the Command Fest online, right? Yep. Okay. One of the, around that time, yeah. And they, I think they did a great job at kind of 
deciphering, hey, this is how you figure out what number your deck is. And it, it worked really well. Or at least, like, me thinking about it and me interpreting what they're saying, it made perfect sense. The, hey, what turn does your deck win on? It's a good way to think about it, too. Right. Like, going with the numbers that the command zone has, like, you'd have to have learned the scale that the command zone has. Like, make that kind of like the established scale and whatnot. It's not like it's ubiquitous that everybody knows. Like, everybody just knows, like, scale it between 1 and 10 because, like, that's what you do with, like, everything when it comes to scaling and shit like that. And so if they don't know, like, the command zone's, like, key points to, like, level up, it's like, oh, do you have 10 draw spells or 10 ramp spells or do you have 5 ramp spells or 5 draw spells and adjusting the level that way. Like, do you win turn 5? Cool. Do you win turn 7? cool it helps me that that that's more of the a general understanding i think more people would understand because like you'd have the question it's like okay you say it because that's the biggest thing it's like you know everyone everyone's deck is a is a seven and shit like that where it's just like when do you win it seems i don't know it seems very more straightforward it's like i plan to win turn eight and it's like my turn eight deck is actually uh, a level five i guess or something some bullshit like that That might be a better way to do it for those who commander so here you go right i you actually here first i actually feel like that rating it based on what turn you win is more it's under, more understandable yeah for those who then don't a level the because i have no casual. idea how to rate my decks on scales of one to ten i have no fucking clue takes exactly. so much time because you'd have right? to like look at the command zones list and stuff and like kind of go off of that or anyone else that has done some kind of a one to ten scale of how to assess your commander deck coming right here right now the turn style deck is going to be called the rock seeker scale all right sure okay so moving yep. along <laughs> moving <laughs> along we're still just barely getting the blog talk after an hour and a half of broadcasting of bullshit we're good at this though this is what I'm, we do i'm just gonna say we added you added a fourth cog to this. It was yeah, bound to happen. We, right? We got 4L in the chat saying, Prophet of Krufix did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Bless, my boy. Bless. I anyway. Love, I love Prophet of so, just because I was held off until late and didn't really see anything interesting in the few pages I scrolled through, uh, we go with this one from um, Rexus 6. Um, they asked, when will we... Uh, when will we get to know which planes we will visit next year? Mark replies back, uh, we'll announce next year's... Uh, when we <laughs> Words are hard, guys. Words are hard. Don't <laughs> drop out of school. When we announce school... <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs, okay? Anyway. <laughs> when we announce next year's sets, uh, it will be clear which plane each takes place on. So... The reason I chose this one is just for Mark's reply. This means we're just going to have multiple returns to Dominaria, Ravnica, and uh, Zendikar again. I, I kind of, as much as I would love to go back to some of those planes, God, just let us go to some new planes for but, a couple but, of yeah, cycles. It's just one of those things right. like we're always going back to the like one of those three right. since I've started playing. That yeah. was I'm yeah. 10 years for, ago. Uh, I was about to say, when did you start playing again? Gate Crash. Yeah. Right. We essentially have almost every year gone back to one of the One of the threes. Three. Yeah. I'm waiting for return to 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 Ravnica. 
with a side trip to Zenkar. That'll be next year. I'm going to take a swing in the dark here and say that these are just going to be planes that everybody just knows. It's not going to be a Ravnica. Like, the story on Ravnica is pretty solid. And, oh, snap, the the books. The comic books and stuff are following the Zendikar, or the Zendikar, the Ravnica storyline. So I guess maybe Ravnica would be an option. I don't know. But I think it's going to be clear because people are already calling this. We're going to be going back to New Phyrexia. New Phyrexia is going to be pretty obvious. But see, people that, will know. But see here's and the thing. Then, New Fre- we haven't been back to New Phyrexia. Yeah, but he says here, it's when we announce next year's sets, it should be clear what plane each set takes place on. New Phyrexia seems pretty straight, straightforward, cut and dry. You're on there. You're New Phyrexia. Makes sense. Right. And then maybe we'll be going back to something like come around to cons another like coming back to cons you know the way that it's shown worded makes me think that we're all going to be familiar with the planes at least most of them right even if it's yeah, not Ravnica Dominaria and Zendikar right I'd be fine with a return to Dominaria that'd be pretty dope or Ixalan I feel like Dominaria and New Phyrexia would have to kind of like be next to each other in a story no story we'll, manner we'll go back to Ixalan well, this set hasn't been story-wise by each other. Right. Yeah. What? This year? I guess I'm not 100... No, you got strict saving. The prime thing is that is like Liliana is like trying to figure out how to bring back um, Gideon. Keldheim, Kaya killed a Frexian. D&D is just like D&D. There's nothing to it. And I guess a lot of this is going to now come to the, the wedding and stuff in Innistrad. Like, what, what's the wedding about? I mean, clearly vampires are, are marrying. Like, we're going to have Markovs and Voldarens courting it off. Is it a werewolf falls in love with the vampire? Twilight. Exactly. Secret lair. Exactly. Spinoff. Boom. Exactly. Big G has a face like, oh my God, I can't deal with this. It's going to be a special skin of Soren being Edward. It's going to be sparkly. We're going to move from etched foils to sparkly foils. Uh-huh. <laughs> Glitter. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, Everyone loves glitter. Never goes away. Here's what I got to say. Whatever gets new people into the game, so that way our game can go on to hit a 50th anniversary, as long as you allow us who have been here for a while to continue to enjoy the game, do what you got to do. Wizards, do what you gotta do. Yeah, I'd love to go 50 years so my Mox Diamonds are worth some money. Right? Maybe, nah, by, maybe then by then the reserve list. I was about to say, maybe by then the reserve list will be gone. And then it'll only be 50 cents. Yeah. It's worth a dollar at least. It's a gem 10. <laughs> <laughs> Best I can do is tree fitty. Right? Tree, tree fitty. What you gonna do with tree fitty? You tree- Loch Ness monster. You don't need tree fitty. What you gonna do? Buy Loch Ness monster snacks. We got uh, we got Talrand in the the chat saying cons round two return of the cons. They're is, they're on a, they're on a, coming back to cons of Tarkir as well. Is this where Genghis Khan? I mean, comes in? <laughs> the secret lair, Genghis Khan. I mean, okay, going back to no. no. That'd be cool. Wait, let's go, I would, let's I would, go back to. I would love it to go back to a set that was before when I started. See, Something I think it would be fif- cool. Fifteen years or older, right? I think it'd be cool to go back to like a Lara or Lorwyn. 
Yeah, the yep, those ones were, I was just about to say. Or Lorwin. onslaught. Laura Laura one would be super. But important. I'm I'm thinking I'm trying to think of like what okay, what all sets had three color pairs, like for being able to finish off the triomes. Alara. Sure. Tarkir did too though. Tarkir had three color sets. Yeah, but it has the same ones. It's the same it's the same wedge as I suppose it is the same wedge, isn't it? As uh Yep, as Ikoria. Ikoria, there we go. And and I suppose that we can't go to anything that has reserved list cards. Right. No. Right. So I'm gonna guess Ooh, that's good. Alara. We're gonna be going to Alara. So is when did reserve one reserve or reserve list started in what onslaught? Or like that was the latest? I think. Well, the Urs? fetches were an onslaught. Yeah, Urza's Saga, I think, is where the last few. That block? Were... Urza's no. block? No, that, that set. Yeah, which Urza's Saga was the last in the Urza block, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, I think so. So whatever that set, whatever the set was after yeah, Urza. Yeah, so you're saying Urza's block. Okay, <laughs> Urza's block. It's the last one with reserve list. But cards. I think Lorwyn would be fun to go to. Yeah, Lorwyn, there's, there's, there's a Alara. lot of cool cards in the Lorwyn block. So yeah, if you go if you can go to the Tuck oldest here. one that's not reserved, they can actually get reprints or new versions of it. I suppose they could do new versions of the reprints or the old ones too, but or like the Morning yeah. Tide, something that hasn't been done in the last fifteen years or ten right. years. I think it would be cool, like especially for me, because I started like when they started doing single, pretty the, much started the, the doing single, single plane yep. blocks. To go back to a three-set block. I don't know if they will go back to the three-set block. They won't. No, I talked about that. It would have to be something special to make them go back to something right. like that. But, like, for me, as that guy, like, you you all got to experience that. I have yet to experience that. What are you calling us, old? No, I'm old as fuck, too. I just haven't <laughs> been playing as long as you. Oh, so now you're calling us seasoned. Yes. Well-seasoned. I'm fine with that. I'm a good, uh, I'm back, a good Mort, Mortley seasoned salted. Back in Alara. Back in my day, Sonny. See, I'm just lightly seasoned. <laughs> Got some salt and papa going on over there, Danny? No, just pepper. <sighs> no salt. Push it. Push it real good. So anyways, what's enough? Now we're going to get kicked for copyright infringement. Is it? Well, see, why don't you unplug him? I'm fine with that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we got Talrand being the, censored. We got Talrand in the comments saying over seasoned, but JB is getting seasoned with salt. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just call me Lowry's. <laughs> and I'm being censored again. I can hear you. We all can. Hey. Let's, right, let's moving put, on. Let's put a quick note of a break in here for Matt to put in some music for everybody because this is a really long episode. Right? Maybe some salt and pepper. Yeah, salt. Nine Welcome. You know I want you. Welcome back to the podcast after that break. Yeah, that was a lovely break. That break is going to be put in for the patrons. We <laughs> <laughs> be labeled Danny yelling at the three idiots. <laughs> Pretty much. Noted. So if you want to hear what that one was about. <laughs> so let's jump into these news quickies really quick, I guess, because this is a super long episode. <laughs> 
So first in the news quickies, we have you can win a Black Lotus through the Rogue Book contest. Rogue Book, Rogue Book. <laughs> Rogue Book is a new roguelike deck builder card game on the PC for from the creators of Feria of Ab, Abrakem Studios in Belgium and Richard Garfield. In this contest, you are challenged to show off your design skills by submitting your original, se- uh, your own original take on a set of four cards. One for Sara, one for Soroko, one for Seraph, and one for Aurora. The winning set from one creator will receive a Collector Unlimited Black Lotus certified and graded mint by MTG Grade. This is roughly around $20,000 prize for designing a set of cards. Details will be in the show notes below. I'm a crap-ass artist, but I think I'm going to try. <laughs> it's not draw- It's not like drawing. It's like making the card. Uh, there's rules and stuff. Like They have like a design of the cards and stuff. Like They give you the name and the flavor and that stuff, and you design what the card function would be. Well, naturally, I'm going to draw a picture, too. Of course. Right? Of make, course. Make it blue. I mean, I'll make one of them, like, Simic for you. Aurora. One that says, you play this card, you just take all the turns. <laughs> no, you play this card, you steal all the enchantments. Right, you just you just win. You My just, cornet. You just... Bitch. No, it's not a slap down, it's a pickup. Oh, no, no, it's a helicopter. I forgot. No. <laughs> Next in the news, Quickies, JP. So, Gavin Verhey will be doing an AMA on the Play EDH Discord July 22nd at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you, This Week in Time Zones. Yay! Gavin will be answering questions that are submitted through the hashtag AFRQuestions tab. There is a one-question-per-message rule. They ask that the questions stay focused on Commander and D&D AFR. Anything outside of those won't be answered. Questions Pre-submissions will be open from now until 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, July 20th. So is this where Danny's going to ask why and when can Blue be banned in Commander? (laughs) Do it! (laughs) Danny, if you can make it on there and do that, you'll be our hero. Pretty sure it's vetted questions. They are vetted. So it would never make it. How funny would it be if they're like, we'll let this one go through. And so you, know you miss 100% of the shots you never take, Danny. Well, it's a right. shot that I know I'll miss anyway, so I'll take it. <laughs> take it. Take it. I've seen Stranger Things like JB getting to the top shelf. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. All right, so the new Mox boarding house location in Chandler, Arizona. Construction has happened at 1371 North Alma School Road. This new... 10,000 square foot building will have dining, gaming, and outdoor area, plus two private rooms with themes based on Arizona history and myths. Yeah, that's a that's really about it. It's just it's going to be a cool place to play some different board games, role-playing games, card games, and other tabletop games as well as kiosk where people can buy and sell magic cards. Hey, there we go. And let's see. The restaurant will feature specifically catered menus using mainly locally sourced ingredients along with wide selection of beer, wine, and craft cocktails. So you think they're going to have Drecker down there? There is Drecker in Nevada. I know that. So Arizona is not too far away. But for those of you who are wondering, Mox Boarding House was founded in 
2011 and has two locations in Washington, so in Seattle and Bellevue, and one in Portland, Oregon. The concept is a brick-to-mortar arm of Seattle-based Card Kingdom, which specializes in Magic the Gathering supplies and services. Surprise, surprise. So this is pretty cool. I'd love to travel to Mock Sporting House. That's like one of the biggest glory, right? glorious oh magic God. gatherings because it's a restaurant. It's a card store. Fucking it's a game it. center. So you know what's really cool about this and makes me really excited? What's that? My grandparents are snowbirds. Oh. And they live in Arizona <laughs> in Dude. the winter. Okay, that's legit. Do they Phoenix. Live in, they, okay, as well they, li- so they live in Mesa, but I mean, it's, right. it's Phoenix, close enough. Essentially. It's, yeah, it's close enough. And the and the missus and I have talked about going down there for our Christmas. Ooh. So, ha So, secretly, Patreons, plug your ears. Your Patreon dollars are not going towards they the trip for not. us to go to fucking Mock Sporting Christ, No, they're not. <laughs> they but, could sponsor us. T- Talrand, we'd be down for a road trip. We got uh, Talran saying, so Big G, Jeepa, Jima are going to get some extra friends this Christmas. Apparently. Yeah, we're all going down. We'll do a live podcast all at uh, there you go. Jeepa, Jima's. No, we'll do it at Mox Boarding House. Ooh. Does your we'll grandma sh- make good cookies? Yeah. Soups. Is she a dumpling whiz? See, my grandpa is more the soups guy. So, and him and I have had arguments about what makes a good chili. Spice. We'll cover that later. This week in chilies. This week in foodstuffs. Okay. Well, we're not going to do, we're not going to get into like a set talk discussion, I guess, because it's an hour and a half. We have the finance section to talk about and a deck of the week. So, since it's just pretty much a re- uh, adventure in the Forgotten Realms, maybe we'll do a special episode just talking all about those. Yeah. Because we, have, it, we haven't done a spoiler episode. Journey into in the, in the dungeon. Ooh, Ooh. There we go. Venture into the dungeon. Yeah. With Matt and Either JB. Way. It's not trademarked. Yeah, because I won't be there. <laughs> Danny's like, I'm no, done. you totally missed that. that was I, I whole... know what you're trying to do. Yeah, he's like, once a week with this is enough. Like, no. I have a time limit where it's like, JB was trying to make a funny that went yeah. over your head. What was the funny? Into the du- oh, <laughs> yeah, now it clicks. The German dungeons. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> you get a free T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in the freezer. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the weekly. Oh, yeah. Into the dungeon. Oh. You wanted me to start this, and you're you're participating, Danny. <laughs> He's shit, those, his lips over there. Like, <laughs> those guys are tied to you. Might as well join them. Oh, now is the time where you're like, they're jumping off the bridge. Now I'm going to join them. Right? The water looks deep enough. I've waited two hours for you to get on track. So Matt, I might just... Matt, you know what this really is? We broke Danny. This is the epitome yes. of Danny has been broken. Yes. Danny's just like, eh, fuck it. We good now. We good. <laughs> just yanks the whole power cord. All right, Matt. Number one. I can see it right there. Number one. Right. I have the reads. I will do it. We're going to have to talk about this placement later. Can I just get started with this? <laughs> Daddy seems fine. We're right waiting now. for you, Matt. No, we're waiting. Don't, don't wait for me. <laughs> please. We're don't wait. waiting. <laughs> Go on. Okay, let's jump. Just do it. Waiting is a good movie, by the way. <clears throat> it's a very good movie. Is 
when Wade <laughs> waits so angry. in water, he is truly the most waiting person. Is he? Wade, how many try, how many times were you trying to say wait or some form of wade? Yeah, trying there? to say wait and wade because you know us us you know up here in the Midwest we have a hard time saying our T's. Point in case what the uh, the stuff that comes out of the spigot in the sink. What's water? that? Water. Yeah, water. There we go. See, water, water, water. I don't enunciate. I'm from the Midwest. See, there we go. The T's, so wait and wait, are pretty damn close. Anyways, god damn it. Str- attempt number 24. I like to talk like a NASCAR driver. I'm making a left turn. <laughs> we're going to make we're making a left turn right here. And we were just going down the track and the car was just really loose. And... <laughs> I'm being censored again. Shut up then. <laughs> you quit it with that, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Must have been high when I... <laughs> <laughs> We will return to your scheduled programming shortly, or we are currently experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> what, is Danny so Danny what the shit is this? <laughs> suck, suck, guys. <laughs> My name's Ricky Bobby. If you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. I would just like Jesus. to point out that Danny killed more time unplugging everybody he did. than I think the rest of us right? ever did this whole episode. Exactly. I've been trying to start this finance. Have you, Matt? I, have you, though? Fuck off. Every How time hard like, have you been <laughs> trying, really? Like, Hey, look at that. Weekly I don't think winners. you've been putting in that much effort. Weekly winners, number one. <laughs> don't, don't. Stop touching. God damn it. We're done with you this. You need a squirt bottle. <laughs> okay. Give me some silence. Silence. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. We're done. We have reached peak <laughs> podcasting potential with that one. We're done. We're thrown in the reg. 96 episodes. This yep. is what you all We're been waiting here. for. We're good. We've done Bye. it. Bye. <laughs> Weekly winners. Are you ready, one. Matt? <laughs> I'm getting yelled at now. I'm getting What the fuck, Matt? We're waiting for you, Matt. God damn it. You're the host. Run this damn thing. Yes. Put your foot down. I tried. Anyways. He can't we- do that otherwise. Fuck. <laughs> Break out the strawberry moonshine and everybody gets fucking lulzy. Enjoy Danny's pain. And you thought this was a great idea, Big G. Let's just get everybody. Like, what the fuck? Of course it's a great idea. That's we were why I'm here. <laughs> Stirring that pot <laughs> while he's helicoptering. Helicopter dick, right? Helicopter dick. <laughs> I'm gonna stir the pot with his helicopter dick. <laughs> All right, Matt, go ahead. Yeah, go. <laughs> We're done. Just fucking read it, God. Let's jump into the <laughs> weekly winners. Are we jumping? Really? Weekly Winners is an amazing article brought to us by mtgstocks.com. They give us three to five cards that are moving up in price that they want to bring to our attention and three to five cards that are moving down in price in their cheap pickup section. Highly highly recommend checking out this site and reading the full article. But to start it off with, the weekly winner number one is Engineered Explosives. Suck it, Wade. I got a great deal from you on these. (laughs) (laughs) Engineered Explosives X. 
artifact sunburst so this etbs with charge counters on it for each color of mana spent to cast it and then it has an activated ability of two sack ee destroy each non-land permanent with converted mana cost equal to the number of charge counters on engineered explosives so this was brought up as a cheap pickup back in january for three dollars and 24 cents and now it's jumped up 61 percent and now just under 19 dollars uh, you can find you can find them for around seventeen thirty five or eleven dollars. Market price is what they're at. Uh, cheapest version is Ultimate Masters, chilling around. Oh wow, not not as cheap. Average price is fourteen, but market price is thirteen, so that's holding stronger. Uh, Fifth Dawn Engineered Explosives is thirty dollars, and Double Masters is fifteen. But this card is moving up in price because of. So if you guessed Modern Horizons 2 for the reason why Engineered Explosives <laughs> is moving up, moving up, you are correct. What is happening? I don't even know. He's about to die. That's what she said. I almost spit the beer out. <laughs> don't do that. We don't want to waste alcohol here. Engineered Explosives is really good in the meta right now for Modern because it wipes out all tokens, zero drops, and it's a very effective way to wipe out all the one drops like Regavan, DRC, and... Darcy. Yeah, it took me... Like, why? Why Darcy? Anyways, I digress. Uh, It is key to note here that Engineered Explosives does not take out Urza's Saga since Urza's Saga is a land. Next in the weekly winners, we have Alluren. For green, green two, you have an enchantment that reads, any player may play creature cards with converted mana cost three or less without paying their mana cost and as though they had flash. This card is originally in Tempest and has only been printed in Tempest and it is on the reserve list. This is a powerful legacy card, but it pairs very well in Modern Horizons 2 for legacy decks with the support of Endurance and Grist because you can cast Grist because it is a creature outside of the battlefield. Uh, Alluren also sees a little bit of commander play in decks recently, especially in decks like Ava Progenitor Ooze, which came out in Modern Horizons 2, and Lanus Cryptozoologist. There's a couple lists here for that. And... One of the key things as well is it pairs very well with new card, Acherak, Acerak, the Archlich. Uh, it bounces itself if you haven't completed Tomb of Annihilation, meaning that you can play it again with Learn until you have completed Tomb of Annihilation. So next in the weekly winners, <laughs> we have Endurance, new from Modern Horizons 2. This card is green, green one for a three, four elemental incarnation with flash and reach. And when endurance ETBs up to one target player puts all cards from their graveyard on the bottom of their library in a random order. And then it has evoke. You exile a green card from your hand. This card has jumped up 55%, now chilling at around $34, but you can find them online. Market price is $26. Average price is moving up to 30 TCG player has a few for 25. So if you're going to be needing this card, take a look at it soon. But the reason why this is moving up is Endurance is one of those cards to see a lot of play in 
like every format like vintage is playing it legacy is playing it and modern is playing it outside of uh living end elementals legacy miracles and maverick and vintage soul time mid-range there is a couple of the lists here uh, a vintage Sultai list a vintage or legacy maverick deck and a modern elementals deck if you're interested in how this card is getting used but those are your weekly winners jb you want to tell us about these cheap cheap pickups no you waited too long sir uh so first up we have rings of bright hearth the commander legends print five dollars 25 cents and it's still trending down this is ridiculous because this is like a a $27 card right and then it got printed and now it's just ain't worth shit it's still a very powerful card don't don't forget that oh yeah no not not that it's just cheap as shit now so next up is Tyvar Kell from Kaldheim $6.30 and that one's slowly trending down as well apparently elves just didn't take off like uh, everybody thought they did Golgar elves they're still there but I'd that's too right. high for Golgari Elves. Too high of a mana cost. Yep. I would say Commander wants this thing, though. Commander, yes, but there aren't enough Elf Commander decks. Anyway. Reese. Anyway. All right, so then the last one, we have Tiny Bones Trinket Thief from Jumpstart. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Right? This is just another. This is just showing you guys that Jumpstart is printed, man. It's coming. Have patience. Shit will drop. Here, let's uh, take a quick look at like the market price on some of these cards. Right now, Allosaur Shepherd is $70. This thing is down 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. Craterhoof Behemoth is 44 Exquisite Blood is 38 Ristic Study is 32 Tiny Bones is 24 Brutavec. Brutavec. Ooh, it's even cheaper than what this says now because this is twenty nine forty. Oh, yeah. Market price on it is 24 24 bucks. Still moving down. Look at that. Oracle Moldiah, Heck nineteen yeah. ninety-four. Emil the Blessed, sixteen bucks. Wow. Frexian Tower, fifteen dollars. Rise of the Dark Realms is thirteen. Silvala Hearts of the Wilds, eleven dollars. Mux is still moving down, ten dollars forty-eight cents. The uh, Frexian Land is seven dollars thirty-seven cents market price. That's just kind of like a quick recap of Jumpstart prices moving down. But if you want to if you want to keep closer track on these jumpstart cards moving down, go check out the amazing website TCG Sniper. Go make an account. When you make this account, you're able to enter in five cards and set a desired notification of getting notified if the card moves up or down in price. So with these jumpstart cards, like let's say you want Frexian Tower to move down to $10. You want to be notified when that happens. Set that in at your desired price. TCG Sniper will be sending you a notification when someone on TCG Player starts to sell one at that price. You click the link, you buy the card, and you become a happy Magic player. Go check them out, and when you do sign up, if you mention that the guys, us guys, here these guys, over at This Week in MTG sent you, you will get three months free of their Plus program. So you get 50 cards that you can enter in this time. But if you're not satisfied with it at the end, you can just cancel it at any time, but... I honestly think you're going to be happy with the with the Plus program. It's super nice. But there's your weekly winners. This podcast has gone on super long. I don't think we're going to have time for a deck of the week. Nope. 
So thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 96 of this week in MTG. We're in the home stretch here, Danny. <laughs> the home fucking stretch. I don't want to hear shit. Hurry up on your ending comments. As soon as noises stop. <coughs> oh, yeah. You can listen to the pot on um, Bukake. <laughs> we good? We good no. Fam? No. Holy oh, shit, we've broken Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's the final stretch. It's the final stretch. Right there. And when it gets to be a two hour edit, I, I lose my mind a little bit. It's like. All right, anyway. Yes. Go. You can listen to us where better podcasts can be found, like Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. And you can watch the podcast live every Monday night around 7 o'clock on YouTube and Twitch. Make sure to subscribe on both of those so that we get notified when we go live or when a new episode gets dropped. You can find us in a lot of different places around the internet. And we have that very conveniently in one nice, tidy little link. We have a Linktree account where it has our Moxfield Discord, Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, so you know, it's just all right there. You click that, you see all of our links, and it makes it easier. That link is linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Go to there. Uh, link's in the description down below for that. If you don't want to type it out, it's just right there. Click it, and then you'll find everything. We want to thank our amazing Patreons again for supporting us and making this podcast happen i mean it would happen either way but it 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 advances the podcast in a way that it's going to be potentially cool i think i think so thank you guys and finally make sure to send love over to our amazing sponsor jdubs sports cards and gaming for your next magic purchases now do any of you guys have any final comments I dicked, I dicked around enough during the whole episode i got no more comments other than this one explaining the fact that i dicked around too much during the whole episode what he said. Danny? He's too busy candy crushing. <laughs> it's bl- Jewel Blitz, okay? And we it's Jewel Quest! We will catch you, Magic Folk, next week. Bye. Bye. Finally, we're done.